Previously on Critically Stupid. Good afternoon, everypony. My name is Gareth, and I am the esteemed bartender at the Trollskull Tavern in Waterdeep, and I'm here to refresh your memory as to what happened last week in the wonderful podcast known as Critically Stupid. Now, we were entering the domain underneath the Zenithar bar, or the Zenith bar, if you will, where we encountered Shagella chained up to a wall. Uh, Shagella, of, of course, being played by the wonderful Thea. Um, after freeing this captive, uh, she informed us that her f- favored flute was missing, which is devastating for her. So she tagged along. And after we left this jail room, it wasn't, it wasn't really a cell. There was just a door that we went through. Uh, we encountered Flutterfoot which was a, a deep gnome with bells attached to his feet, like a, like a, like a jester. Uh, and he had a weird laugh and a riddle, which we solved with ease, we being the team. Um, and he was kind enough to give us a map through the barracks into the captain's quarters. Uh, in the barracks, we managed to slip into some guard clothes, like in, like in the cartoons. Um, Shagella almost woke someone who muttered something about wanting to go home, but I'm sure they're fine. And in the captain's quarters, we found Noska dead asleep. Alive, but dead asleep. Unfortunately, his rust monster was wide awake. Incredibly, unbelievably attentive. After a brief scuffle that did manage to wake up Noska, uh, he questioned us, but luckily, due to quick thinking and a silver tongue, we managed to convince him that we did in fact work there, because after all, we were wearing the uniforms. Now, we uh, left that situation just in time to walk into a wide audience. Uh, fortunately, we were in the audience and didn't walk on st- the stage. But unfortunately, who was on stage was just apostrophe. And just like a normal, regular, perfectly normal elf who is perfectly normal until a beholder uh, uh, burst out of him. Like, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of something that isn't gross, but I got nothing. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, what also, about the dragon? I like, I like that I can see Diana processing my statement about cow titties just being udders. Yeah, why don't we call human titties udders? Try. <laughs> Go ahead. Please don't.
What's going on, everybody? Welcome to your soon-to-be world-famous Dungeons & Dragons Real Play Comedy Podcast, Critically Stupid. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master and host, Alexander James. My favorite part of last episode was Jason the Rust Monster. It has been a little bit of time since I had a community name to throw into the episode, and uh, using Jason's name for the Rust Monster felt great. It was nice to get the community in the episode, and I also thought that Rust Monster was cool as hell. That's why I sent a picture of it to the Discord, because everybody was like, oh, it's like a little wriggle boy. And I was like, no, it's not. I just can't describe things well uh gary i want you to go next uh hello everybody i am your evil neighborhood dungeon master and i play gareth um i think my favorite part of last episode was uh balls i mean it has to have been when uh, uh the the guy with the crossbow arm yeah like woke up and saw me like rodeo riding the pet with knives in like in it like the handles yep and then we were somehow able to just be like yeah no we work here we were just like we just forgot about him yep and he was like ah that happens yeah i was listening back to that episode and i was like hey narratively narratively that was bullshit but (laughs) real life wise we had been recording for three hours and we had to end the episode (laughs) uh diana go next i always forget that part i'm sorry uh hi my name is diana i play mel i also have the little wolf pup joshua patrick josh pat jpz uh tomorrow is the buffalo bill season opener against the jets sorry anthony but we gonna win because fuck aaron Rodgers. um my favorite part of last episode i genuinely don't remember much of anything but i do have this distinct memory of when we met the thing with the arm, everybody was asking, like, I don't know, just a lot of random things and was, like, driving you nuts, bestie. And then I asked an actually relevant question, and you, like, lost it on me. And and I was, like, I was genuinely wanting to know for this reason. And then, like, with all this anger in your voice, you're like, all right, you're on the right track. <laughs> I, well, it's because, like, Thea was, like, clearly enjoying like pushing me over the edge and then you just kind of like hopped in there with like a little actual question and i just fully lost it anthony hello i'm anthony i play arnold the bard my favorite part of last episode was actually i had a lot of favorite parts of the last episode especially our amazing guest but i i really love the rust monster really love the guy with the crazy arm um i think one of my favorite parts was when diana heard the guy doing the silly song and she immediately was like this is a freaking riddle what is it and you could just see her for the next five minutes struggling to like think because and i think because we were kind of all doing the same thing we were like is this a riddle he's just doing this stupid thing over and over what is this thing and but she knew it like she i saw it and just like i'm gonna freaking get it and i think that was one of my favorite parts because i was like okay and that actually made me think like okay it probably is a riddle let's do this and then we 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 figured it out and i was proud of us that we didn't that we we all we got i was the riddle was so funny because when he like asked it to us formally there was a moment where we're all thinking about it and this, you could hear the like the three of you go laughter and then a solid noticeable <laughs> half second I come up with laughter. <laughs> it's hey, you know that that brain delay. It it Yeah, no. I was, was gonna blame like, it on the mic for sure. I, ha- I had it, but it was just it didn't like come out fast enough. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you for sure knew the answer though, like immediately, right? Or I just broke the fuck out of this necklace. Bummer. It's cool. <laughs> Word. I just did like the, I did the gag where I like pull my shirt and I like <laughs> took the jig. Like... <laughs> okay, uh, let's jump into a cold open. To a oh wait for Gary. Is it fixable? Uh, with pliers, but I'm not going to worry about it right now. All right. Uh, let's jump into a cold open. Uh, serendipitously, also in the Xanathar hideout, in the kitchens of the Xanathar hideout, where there is a poisoning in action. Uh, Gary, and I would love for you to tell me who is the intended poisonee. Who is supposed to be poisoned? That's a clearer way to say that. I wish I said that the first time. Yes. Cool, 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 cool. So... If this is who who t- who typically uh frequents the the Xanathar hideout, is it the like bar area? Uh, that's or for you to tell me. This, like... is, this is your cold open. You can make up anything. It's the okay. tooth fairy going right. really, after a long trip of collecting teeth throughout the town. Stops at the 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 disguise. What what is the bar this we went is to? Gone, this is no. So hold on. I'll be I'm, back. I'm I'm forgetting the name. What's the You'll name be back. of? Is it Ailby Beck? That's yes. like the, yeah. So the Tooth Fairy stops at Ailby Beck for a drink and a, a a stay because you know they they hasn't heard of Troll Skull Manor. Uh, anyway, one of the one of the thugs is like, "We should kill the fucking Tooth Fairy, and then steal all of his teeth and make a tooth monster." Okay, thank you. The Tooth Fairy is the intended recipient of this poison. Because. Nope, 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 nope. You're done. You're done. Thank you so much. Welcome back, dear listener. I have cut, I'm going to say conservatively, two and a half minutes of inane rambling out of what eventually turned into the Tooth, the Teeth, the Tooth Fairy. The Teeth Fairy? It's the same thing. Uh, all right, so the Tooth Fairy is being poisoned. Diana, why is the Tooth Fairy being poisoned? I'm well, apparently, I I don't know what you're going to cut. I would like to point out that for once the rambling wasn't me, but it will be now. Um, So so there was this um, desire to to build a tooth monster. If you Mm -hmm. haven't cut that, that was not my idea. That came from Gary and they want to steal all of her teeth to build a tooth monster um, because there is a um, there's a fight coming up and they want to submit a monster to go up against the reigning champion monster um the easter bunny and um i'm sure that part got cut too but there was an easter bunny to begin with guys i'm um, really so sure I, about, actually, it's, cra- it's crazy because he just went right into <laughs> i i i went all over the place i'm gonna be honest i okay. mean i get so that they are so poisoning- they're building a monster for the fight you were cutting off my ramble and i take that personally oh my god Anthony, in 10 words or less, who is doing the poisoning? Okay. When I was a boy. Get me the fuck out of here, Anthony, please. Okay. Um, the person doing the poisoning is uh, the, the local chocolatier because he really Perfect. wants... Yeah, there you go. I don't tell Perfect. you why. Okay. The local chocolatier is poisoning the tooth fairy because he has hatched a scheme to steal the teeth and make a teeth golem. Holy fuck, it took us forever to get there. Thank you so much. A, a, okay. a, mo- a molem. <laughs> Fucking. 
God damn it! Molon's really funny, and it irritates me so badly right now. All right. We're going to leave the Molem and the Poisoner and the Tooth Fairy for now. We'll come back to them. Don't worry. They're fine. And we're going to open on you, Bing Bongs. You have just seen an honest-to-God adult beholder shred out of this pale, lank-haired elf uh, and start screaming at the kneeling form of Jessica Apostrophe, who is being held by two guards. Um my first question is just sort of like a mental check-in. How are you doing? Because I don't think any of you have seen a beholder before, IRL or your character. Well, what about what Tim? the fuck, Tim? I, I'm and talking about like an like an like adult, a, like a fully grown beholder. Tim is a baby beholder. Tim is like Mel, borderline cute. Mel has. Do you remember way back in the yeah, beginning? That's I true. I Mel remember wanna... this, but. Correct. I, I didn't want to deal with Tim because I knew all about beholders and I knew that you cannot reason with them. And, and I knew that from some past experience. All right. I, I, I had I was operating under the impression that Mel just knew of them, but I kind of like that Mel has had like actual interactions in or around them. That's more that's more interesting to me. So, Mel, how are you doing? Um, I mean, I, I suppose knowing what I know of them, um, shitting my pants a little bit, um, I, I would probably be, well, fuck, I hate to, well, I don't really like Jessica, none of us really like Jessica apostrophe, um, um, I, I would, who, who's standing near me? I think the three or actually the four of you with Shagella are standing sort of at this this balcony looking down into an audience chamber at like a sunken level. What do we so appear all... to think though? That part was cut, Anthony, <laughs> and the fact that you would bring it up is deeply insulting to me and my family. I apologize to none of you except your family. <laughs> so you're actually, standing in a line, I... Diana. Were you going to say something, Garyan? He was. Uh, yeah, it's I, crazy I, I was... actually. I was gonna make a joke. It's like, actually, I take it back. Fuck your family too. <laughs> I like your family, bestie. Right. Um, because your mom thinks I'm hot. Um, so <laughs> I think I would. Um, I I think that Mel would kind of instinctively maybe like put her hand on her like bow and kind of step back and and be like, um. We have we got we have to get out of here. We have to get out of here. This this is not good. Nobody survives the beholder. We just we have to leave. As much Arnold. as I want to die, this wasn't my this wasn't in my top three ways. We okay. are leaving. Uh, Arnold, so, how are you feeling? So Arnold, um, he goes like as he sees. You cannot this... befriend it, Arnold. This I... will not be your friend. So as he sees this transformation, he goes from just like in awe of this thing like as if he's beholding like a firework show of something he's never Behold seen it's incredible you? it you know shut up did you i did <laughs> so it's beautiful um so well beauty's in the eye of the beholder so thank you <laughs> so, so uh it's incredible and he's he's like so he's but so he goes from imagining like this thing is incredible it's the craziest coolest thing he's ever seen he thinks oh my gosh it's like an like a big tim it's a big tim but then he sees mel 
notably noticeably you know shaken by this backing up and having seen mel be the toughest and you know hardened of the you know the group i you know he takes note of that and kind of backs up as well okay uh gareth how about you yeah so gareth isn't doing great either <laughs> um, <laughs> looks like it looks like that thing from doom um specific yeah so what 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 is in in between us, Jess, and the beholder? Is it just like a crowd of people? So you are standing on a balcony, probably about fifteen feet into the air, looking down into an audience chamber. Think like a throne room with like an elevated ring around it for like bystanders. You are standing on an elevated balcony above a throne room, and you are okay. looking down at this beholder, Jessica apostrophe, and the two guards. Did we ever establish if I I can lay if I'm holding on to somebody if they'll teleport with me? We did not. Mm. I mean, wow, what a crazy time to find that out. But I'm not gonna because my plan was just like if I leave my knife up here, I could just jump jump off the balcony and grab Jessica or Jess whatever, and then yoink back up and then get out of there. You hear a door slam open behind you and the door with the eyeball in the middle of it that you had just left with Noska, the captain of the guard and the rust monster. What? 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 Blam! Like, <laughs> it slammed open. It slammed it open. Bo- Somebody kicked it so like, hard. Yeah, it no, slammed it slammed against the wall. It slams against the wall. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, to be fair, I got it, but. I mean, I, yeah. The door it's, burst I, open. I got it. I, I, I don't know. I didn't love it. And then Anthony and I were making the same face because, like, he didn't love it either. We were both kind of like slammed open. And then, because as soon as we look at each other, we start laughing. I was going to say, I think it's because I'm reading your book and I was like, I expect more from you now. I like the bar has been risen and you'll never come go above it. And it's your own fault. It is. We all blame you. So the door slams open. The door slams open and rushing out of this room. Cocking his elbow to load something onto the hand crossbow attached to his forearm is Noska, the captain of the guard. And he points his crossbow at you as a group and screams in his character voice that I do remember. Get him. <laughs> and, just... <laughs> and then he fires his character and... voice. <laughs> Go. Oh my God, you guys. <laughs> he fires oh. something out of his crossbow and a net bursts out of his hand crossbow and fully engulfs Shagella head to toe. And then weirdly, there's like a piece of tape that wraps around her mouth like three or four times so that she can't cry out. And oh no, That's she's so weird. trapped. And then you guys have to go and leave her. And there's, uh, give me a perception checks, please, three of you. No. No, okay. <laughs> cool. hey, that's cool. I love that energy to this. Uh, hold on, let me open my my character sheet. You didn't have it open? I got a six. Oh, that's bad. Okay. That's so bad. Terrible. Yeah, I didn't do much better. I got a uh, ten. Oh no! I rolled a fucking ten. one. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. I sure hope there wasn't something cool you wanted to right. reveal to us. You guys, you guys are looking at a hallway. What are you doing? I mean, I guess. Our choices are the hallway or the stadium with a beholder in it. Correct. So you're running down the hallway. hallway it is. I assume. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, I guess we're running, running down the hallway. Shit. 
I hear the Scooby-Doo music in my head as you all just sort of like pinwheel in the air and then just like, oh, yeah. but like stealthy. Sure. I mean, like Noska has screamed, get him. And then um, you see the guards uh, at the bottom of this throne room sort of look up. There's commotion behind Noska. You hear people banging on furniture and suddenly there's like a flood of similarly to what you guys are wearing, black leather armor clad goons um, scrabbling after you in a chase. And you run down this hallway. Wait, real quick. As we're running, I turn around and I point to one of them and I just go, there he is, guys, get him. I was honestly thinking of like yelling like, oh, I think he went that, like, I think he went that way. And like just running after him and seeing how that went for us. You know what, actually? Uh, Gary, and odds or evens? Uh, Evens. Okay. As you're running you see a hand reach out and snag Mel, because I think Mel is in front because she and Josh Pat are both faster than you two goons, snag Mel by like the shoulder and haul her bodily off her feet into the wall. Fucked up. Word. When you say into the wall, do you mean like Harry Potter style, like through a magic Yeah, like onto platform nine and three quarters or... So, Diana, you're standing on platform nine and three quarters. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you're about to go on Hogwarts. J.K. Rowling. You're 11 years old, and you're about to get on the Hogwarts Express. I hope uh, to God you don't support trans rights. <laughs> I will be thrown off the Hogwarts, Hogwarts Express. Anyway, Gareth, what you see is a very narrow, almost like barely larger than a crevice hole in the wall that has been... Uh, pushed open to reveal a secret hallway and you see the ashen faced bedazzled head wearing that's not a sentence alex you see the ashen faced form of flutterfoot grinning at you from the darkness wearing a head a bedazzled and he's wearing a head on his own head like a macabre hat but that hat that head god damn it that head has a jester's hat attached to it so flutterfoot does- is wearing a beheaded head with the jester hat on the beheaded head on top of his head is the beheaded head's hair nearly as awesome as Gary Garyans? Uh, no, it's shaven, very okay. close to the scalp. There's almost no hair. Almost. Do you think he so shaved it himself, bit. or he has I'm one hair on in the exact center that comes He's up and does a little curl? He's got one alfalfa style hair sprouting from the top of his head. So he probably did it himself then, and like missed a spot. So can can I? So can Arnold? Uh, Try to. I'm gonna throw myself into that area where they seem to be hiding, um, okay. and I, I'm gonna try to cast minor illusion to create like the sound of running c- continuing, as if you know. Hopefully, the people behind us hear something. And- I, I'm yeah. also gonna follow him and do that as well. I see this happening like around a corner from this hallway oh, being chased hoping. by goons because obviously, like it would. Yeah, that's what we I just do. It, we just do it in front of him. Quick. <laughs> 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 so you guys round the corner. Mel yeah. is gone. Arnold, you throw yourself into this crevice. Give me a really um, quick acrobatics check. Is JPZ still with Arnold and Gareth? Or yes. okay, um, I feel like he'd freak the fuck out. Yeah, I think he started barking, and then he sees Arnold stop, and I think he's smart enough, at least, to like know that something's happening. Yes, I got an eighteen. Okay, you managed to get into this crevice just fine. And actually, over Flutterfoot's shoulder, you see uh, Mel tucked into the shadowy depth, sort of like pressed up against the wall. And it is narrow in here. It is maybe two feet wide. You can't like straighten your shoulders. 
Awesome. Gareth, you going in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Josh Pat follows suit. He goes between Arnold and Gareth. And Gareth, you managed to wiggle in just in time for a, a burst of noise come down the hallway that you were just running down as a voice that almost sounds like Arnold the Bard's shouts, they're going this way. And you all squeeze into this hallway. Um, and you smell like a really horrible like old ranch smell as flutterfoot whispers up at you in his character voice <clears throat> hey guys it's me flutterfoot <laughs> <laughs> I, oh don't worry i've got you i've got you safe ah you solved my riddle and i said i wouldn't let any harm come to you just yet Ooh. you're in my you're in my secret space i call it my hidey hole or just my hole for short this is my goon cave. <laughs> I call it the gooch. I like to tell Mel you is, the scoocher, Mel the is mixed gooch. feelings about being in Flutterfoot's hole. You got a scoocher gooch. And then he starts budging you, uh, Mel, as he sort of like starts shuffling down this uh, hallway. Mel would scoocher gooch. Scoocher gooch. Yeah, my gooch is being scooched actively. Okay. Uh, this hallway narrows even more than it already is. You feel it pressing against your, uh, your stomach and your knees as you sort of scooching. But as you're scooching further and further, it starts to press against your shoulders and the back of your head. And then suddenly you're breathing and you feel it press against your lungs. And Don't the like whole that. time that you're moving down this tightening corridor, you hear like a raspy giggling sound. And you realize that Flutterfoot is constantly laughing to himself as he's pressing himself deeper and deeper into this hallway. I'm not going to do it because my mic cuts it out, but it sounds something like. <laughs> I cut completely cut out. out. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm, oh, okay. I was like, no, no, I heard it. it. No, it was totally fine. Is the uh, riddle that this is his kink? Like, I think it might be. I mean, I feel like, like could be. well, I was going to well, say, like, I don't know that there. this is a Mel thing so much as a Diana thing, but caves freak me the fuck out out because of all the narrow little grim no. people go in them and then there I was hate, that one I guy that YouTube got stuck videos. upside down and died even though he was alive for a long time but they couldn't get him out so he knew that, that he was gonna die in yeah, like video. horrible they, they, tried, like, they tried to pull him out and they like broke his leg they couldn't get him out at all there was no way and like you can't stay upside down for too long before you the blood hole die I, I hate the videos of youtubers just being like they're like in a tiny fucking hole it, this is what it looks like Hey, hey guys, <laughs> I'm in I'm in Devil's Butthole down in Texas. <laughs> and it's just like, okay. what are you doing, bro? That is accurate. That is 100 percent oh. accurate. And yeah, Mel, you feel the hallway start to press against your chest with every breath now, and then suddenly you inhale, and then you feel it press against your inhaled ch uh, chest, and then oh, suddenly God. you try to inhale, and you can't really breathe more. And then thank God I'm not pushing. upside down. Flutterfoot is like pushing you and giggling. Hee 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 keep moving. Um, Flutterfoot, I I can't get any thinner right now. Flutterfoot shoves himself against your leg and knee, and you feel your bottom half pin and then fly free of a crack, so that you're sort of like held up by the shoulder, and then you fall into a very dark room. Thought no, you were gonna flip me upside down or some no, shit. No, 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 no. I just told you that's literally my nightmare. Uh, you have dark vision, right, Bessie? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
uh, you are in a like six by six, barely larger than a closet, surrounded by uh, like what looks to be detritus. It's just like stacked on each other. It's like like there's like a cupboard that's got a door swinging open that's like mothball smelled and and rat eaten. There's like scurrying of tiny feet in the corners as you sort of like stand up straight. Um, Flutterfoot pops out behind you, no problem. He does it with a giggle and a little pirouette. Um, Arnold, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, Arnold and Gareth, I would like uh, strength checks from both of you, please, as you try to shove your big forms through that crack in the hole. Um, JPZ's still kind of wee. Does he fit all right? JPZ's fine. Figured. I rolled an acrobatics check for JPZ and he rolled like a- Also, dogs can do that thing where they get, like enter their liquid form and sort of like squeeze yeah. into- It's because of the shoulder blades. They can do weird shit yeah. with the shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got 19. That's very good. I had a 15. That's good enough. Okay. Um, Arnold, you breeze through this pretty, pretty gracefully. There is a moment where you also get stuck similarly to Mel, where you like inhale and then the hallway like presses up against you. But you, I think, heard Mel and Flutterfoot go free. So you knew that there was like- relief so you push your way through um and gareth you just got stuck for a moment and then you kind of breeze through it i like to you think were... arnold like pulled them through on the other other side because his best friend was stuck i like to think that gareth started sobbing to himself in that crevice like i think he got really scared and actually Whoa, started what the what the what the fuck did i do bro yeah uh, i gareth, think gareth you... actually started sobbing and he shat his pants also and can you like, make a constitution he started saving throw, crying please, for his mommy gareth, can yeah you make a constitution saving throw please no fuck you we're claustrophobic. i'm not gonna roll to see if i shat my pants or not make a brown check <laughs> oh i'm gonna brown okay <laughs> You are standing in a storage closet. Um, Flutterfoot uh, dances from one foot to the other, and you hear his the bells on his shoes ching merrily. And he says, "Oh, I told you I'd save you. I won't let anything bad happen to you yet. I gotta let the boss find you first. Oh, I just what connected just several dots. Well, yeah. Now we know it's like Tim's dad, because I don't think we're supposed to know." No, I mean, I feel like just, we should have made that connection. I suspected, but Bestie biffing it there, going like, that's Tim, sort of confirmed it for me. So I appreciate the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> but I will try to pretend <laughs> that I don't know that information, character-wise. I got to take a break. <laughs> Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Alex, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, here to interrupt your show just for a couple of seconds with some announcements, and then I'll let you get right back to it. Are, as always, playing Waterdeep, Dragon Heist, an official Dungeons & Dragons licensed module written by Chris Perkins, Scott Fitzgerald Gray, Kim Mohan, and Michelle Carter. If you would like to get into D&D, I recommend you go to dnd.wizards.com. Check out all the great products they have there for you. Thank you so much for listening to our show uh, right off the rip. I'm so glad you're here. We have experienced an incredible amount of like community growth and feedback and activity in the last couple of weeks and it's been really really exciting to see so if you're a new listener to the show welcome i'm so glad you're here and if you're a returning listener thanks so much for being here again i'm super jazzed to have you 
If you would like to end up as a character on our show, you can tweet us at CritStupid. Uh, let us know what you thought of the most recent episode. Let us know what you'd like to see in the future. Let us know if you have any suggestions for episodes moving forward. We love that feedback. We love incorporating it. But you can end up as a character like Jason in our last episode. That would be at Humphrey666th, at uh, Humphrey66. That's Jason Humphrey. Um, Jason tweeted about the show when we were really early on in our season two, I believe. I'm, I'm a little bit behind getting community names involved in the episodes. But yeah, Jason, thank you so much for tweeting at us. And if you would like to end up as a uh, NPC like Jason, you can tweet us, tag us in a video on TikTok, tag us on threads, tag us on Insta. We're everywhere, at CritStupid. Let us know what you think. Last episode, we had the amazing Thea Landon on our show. Thea was an incredible guest. Um, we were hoping to have her back on this week, but it just didn't work out scheduling-wise, uh, which was why you might notice a slight narrative tone shift between last episode and this episode uh, because we kind of had to make some things work. But Thea is incredible. You can follow her on x.com at Thea Landon. You can check out her new book, uh, Train Hard, Rest Harder. Uh, both of those are going to be in the show notes and I'm going to put them on the screen here for you to check out. I cannot recommend Thea's words enough. They're smutty. They're well-written. They're well thought out. Really, honestly, a great read. So please go check her out. If you haven't yet, we would super, super appreciate it if you could leave us a rating on Spotify or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like I said, we've gotten some great growth in the past couple of weeks, uh, and we'd love to keep that ball rolling. So if you haven't yet, please leave us a rating on Spotify or a review on Apple Podcasts if that's your bag, or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you watch us uh, on the YouTubes. And you can also join our Discord. Uh, you can tweet at the show at CritStube. We can send you a Discord link. We're doing invites only now um, just to like, because it's the early days, we're just getting it set up. But yeah, we, we've seen a lot of really great growth in our community Discord. There's like a memes page. There's a general page. Everybody's like really cordial. We're talking about D&D versus Pathfinder versus 2. It's a great time. So hit us up at CritStupid. Ask for that Discord invite and we'll get you in there and you can chat with the great crit Critically Stupid community, which is wild to me that we even have one of those. But there you go. Um, okay, thank you so much. I love you. Take it squeezy. Bye. Anthony, can you tell our dear patient audience where they can pick up a set of Libra Sarcana dice? Go to LibraSarcana.com and make sure you use the code STUPID20 to save 20% off. You can get a monthly subscription. You can cancel anytime. You can also just find incredible dice per set. And they have incredible, really cool metal dice, glow in the dark dice. Everything that you can buy for, for, for your friends, family, yourself, for me, please buy me dice. I want more dice. We need dice. I love LibraSarcana dice. I, my birthday's coming up. It's not, but I need dice. Um, <laughs> but, but no, they're, they're incredible. Go to LibraSarcana.com. Code stupid20. You'll get some cool dice. Thank you. Been really quick. Uh, Bessie, can you tell the audience member about our new Libra Sarcana sponsored um, mascot that we have for today's episode? Oh, yeah. So so this is um this is Lily. And she Hi, Lily. loves those clicky math rocks. Probably more than she should, because she is a puppy and she gets into everything, but she loves them. Um, she's really been digging the the um the the underdark set that I've been mm -hmm. with. See how much she loves to look at that. Look, look, look. Oh, I don't know if you heard that, but she just gave like the cutest little squeak. That's how much she loves it. Oh, yeah. So um yes, you should also uh, buy me dice. My birthday is actually kind of coming up. It's next month. So so buy me clicky math rocks and buy Lily more clicky math rocks using code stupid twenty and uh... Libras Arcana. Dice for life. Stay hafunculous. Hafunculous. <laughs> I fucking hate both of you. All right.
So you guys are in a story. And Flutterfoot has just said. Uh, he's got to let the boss it. find you uh, before he lets you come to harm. Because if you'll remember, you did solve his riddle and he agreed to some sort of safe passage. Very true. Um, why, why does the boss have to find us at all? Well, because the boss is the boss and he uh, he likes to see all the visitors. And also he's probably going to kill you, probably going to bop you dead. And if I deliver him to you, if I deliver you to him, rather, then uh, I'm going to get big ups, big ups from the boss. And the boss is going to love me. And he's going to say, Flutterfoot, you're the greatest. I'm going to keep you around forever. Well, say, Thanks, you know, Dad. You know what? You know what, Flutter... you know what, Flutterfoot? I can, A, here you have some daddy issues. And like, I get that. Um, B, here's the thing. If we're going to die anyway, what exactly is stopping us from killing you right now? I 110% thought you were going to say, what's stopping us from killing ourselves right now? <laughs> I mean, that, I if thought we're going to die anyway, what's fucking stopping listen, me? Listen, Diana, Diana well, and I are working on the self-insert, and I think she's doing a great job delineating what Mel would say and what Diana would say. Fair. Yeah, like, like Diana would be like ready. She'd be like fucking... Finally, I don't even think Diana would have gone down the hallway. She would have saw the beholder. We're like, all right, yeah, like I'm here. Take <laughs> me out. If I ever saw a beholder in real life, it's game over for me too. Like, and your trousers. I mean, realistically, I'd probably see it and and just know that there's. I've got no chance against that. And like, thank God, finally. Anyway, so Mel would ask the the question. Um, basically, um, what. What stops us from killing you now? Honor. Mm, we're uh, short I mean, on that, Flutterfoot. We're short on that. Uh, well, I, I, everybody says that the uh, adventurers always have the adventuring spirit, and that means dying in the in the form of glorious combat. And you wouldn't lay a hand on old Flutterfoot, would you? I absolutely would. She would. She she definitely would. Yeah, <laughs> she, I honestly, can she's going to probably soon. I'm a very honorable man, but she will kill you without thought. Well, okay, consider this. Um, please don't. Damn. Well, have you considered that? <laughs> wait, wait. He has a you point. Know, it's, 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 it's a strong argument. It's a strong argument, but no, I'm, I'm still thinking that, um, you know, if we're going to die, then you're going to come with us. Wait, wait, wait. So you're going to go first. I think and it's then... so funny to me that Mel has two angels on her shoulder and she's still like, I think I might still kill him. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, but, 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 before you hurt Flutterfoot, before you lay a hand on my, on my head. And then he points at the dead, deceased, beheaded corpse that's sitting on top of his head. That's sort of like, I think I see it like sort of like gooey. Don't lay a like finger on my flutter finger. It's right there. Don't don't shame me. It's I actually I'm not did shaming. Not, I, I did not I, get the I, joke until you repeated it. And I, I got it. And, and no, don't lay a finger no, on my flutter finger. No shame. I I I yeah. It's fine. I love you so much. Dad, don't. Okay. okay. Fine. Fine. I get it. I get it. Shut up. Fine. You're here to you're here to do a rescue, aren't you? I heard you whispering, and you're here to do a rescue on that bad lady that 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 uh, the boss has. The, the... Dude, Flutterfoot, I'm gonna be so honest. As much as I would love to rub it in Jess's face that we rescued her, that is a full adult beholder. Yeah, we don't care about her that much. Okay, but. 
before you kill me. Um, somebody make an insight check, please. I'll do it. Also do it. Yeah. Do it. Am I supposed to do it too, or? Sure, why not? Let's just, we'll take, we'll take the best one. I got a I like, 15. I like the narrative, like, going with whoever has the best insight. It was 19. 19. Oh, it's all right. I got a 16. All right, Arnold. <clears throat> Up until this point, Flutterfoot has just kind of been playing you guys a little bit. Like, he, everything's a joke to Flutterfoot. He's constantly been laughing. Um, but for a moment, after Mel basically threatens to kill him and, like, it's no longer a joke, um, you see him sort of, like, tear a little bit and consider something serious. And then he says, I, I, I know where the boss keeps his stuff. The good stuff. There's, there's, he's got good stuff. And listen, I know how to get there because Flutterfoot knows everything and everywhere and everyone. And it's a, it's a big spot. If you try to go by yourself out of here, you'll probably get lost and die or get murked. You know what? I'll tell you what, Flutterfoot. I was hoping for an exit, but damn it, if stuff isn't the second best thing you could have offered. You know, we don't need more stuff. That's Hold an on, adult <laughs> beholder, Gareth. That's... We don't even know what stuff it is. <laughs> pretty sh there is nothing. No, there's no stuff that's worth this. Let's just get out of here. This is like a side quest anyway, guys. On honestly, now that you put it that way, great point. I kind of want to go save just apostrophe, but I'm with whatever you guys want to do. Okay, you so it's sort of like above table, I would also like a little like you, you I, I appreciate the work that, that Diana is doing, which is like her character would obviously be like very concerned about this adult beholder. I do think there is a way to accomplish Mel's caution with one of the objectives that you came down here with touching base with Sylvia Morningstar, who is turning for the Harpers, rescuing Jessica apostrophe, or um, I finding uh, the boss's stuff. I kind of thought Arnold Wait. would manage to convince us to do something. Okay. I just wanted to like, check in. You're sort of the heart table. of the group. So you saying that's we should save her. I, I, I kind of thought yeah, that yeah, you yeah, would okay. appeal yeah. to us. I, I, I even had a plan. Okay. Um, Okay, okay, guys. What I know, I know. Obviously, the uh, the the beholder is very scary, terrifying. Uh, but what if there was something in the stuff that would help us stop the beholder or and or you know distract him long enough to save just apostrophe, and we can get stuff. We might be able to distract it, but honest, nobody has survived the beholder. I I only I. I, I ran the last time, but the others with me didn't survive. Nobody survived. Um, well, hold on. I have an idea. What's your idea? So for step one, locate the stuff. We'll do it as stealthily as possible to oh, avoid... Ar Arnold's taking notes the whole time, just... To, to, to avoid... Uh, He's taking notes that uh, Gareth can't read. Continue. Uh, I'm drawing pictures. Well, on yeah, the side. I can't write them down either. So he's like my no, star. Yeah, but no. anyway. Uh, so step one: locate and reach the stuff without attracting the attention of the fully grown adult beholder. Step two: I run out, leave my knife in with you guys, and on purpose 
get the attention of the fully grown adult beholder and just start running around in circles until you guys grab Jess apostrophe. And when I lead him as far away from you as possible, Arnold, you send me a psychic message and I will teleport right back to you guys and we get the hell out of there. I don't hate that idea, but I feel like God might be looking something up that might. Yeah, it feels like us. fate itself. I feel like I feel like not at all. I like this plan. Yeah, until <laughs> I don't trust God, but uh, okay. Um... Okay, so uh, if you, I, I think I can. I think I can help. I think I can help. Come with me, Flutterfoot. Uh, dances to one wall and presses a section of the wall and there's a very slight click and a hiss of fresh air and there's a sudden narrow strip of light appearing in the wall as a secret door swings inward uh, leading to a slightly illuminated but still quite dark and dusty hallway. This is lined with uh, boxes and wares and again more like cardboard uh or not cardboard cabinets um stacked along the walls as flutterfoot leads you into a kitchen uh there are hearts lining the walls that are soot stained and waves of heat rolling out of them as there are dwarves and gnomes rotating like whole goats and lambs on a spit there's like a whole uh central fire where people are working with cauldrons that are on um hooks and pegs and they're stirring and tasting there is what appears to be like a head chef with a big floppy hat on who's sort of like waving around barking orders this big burly half-orc dude um, there's a chocolatier stirring going <laughs> but uh flutterfoot walks over prances sorry prances over to a young cook who is working by a cutting board chopping i don't know onions and he tugs on the cook's shoulder and whispers a couple of words into his ear and points at you guys. And the cook looks at you. And then uh, Flutterfoot uh, turns around, looks at you, and says, Oh, this is Riley. I'll catch you with you later. And then he uh, disappears in a puff of smoke. That's the way to write out characters. That's how I do it. I know. I was in the live show where you did it three times. I don't think I want this character to be here anymore. Poof, they aren't. My favorite was when you were writing out characters almost as fast as Diana was adding them, and it was just sort of like... A... The people wanted dogs. That was so, chaotic. This young human boy, man, sorry, he's like 18, uh, walks up to you guys, and he's wearing sort of like grubby Cook's Whites, and he says, uh, hey, hi. Oh, hey, uh, what's, uh, hiya. I'm Riley. Uh, Floody says you're, Floody says you're in need of help. He said you guys need to go somewhere. Um, this mm -hmm. isn't a great time to be actually in the kitchen. We're super busy. Dinner rush is about to hit. We got a lot of meals flying out. Uh, all the guys are about to sit down to dinner. So if we could sort of like just speed this up a little bit. Sure. No worries. Uh, I will say that it is insane that Futterfurt brought us into an active busy kitchen said some vague words that doesn't help you and then left that's insane of him why would he do that well because it kind of feels like it kind of feels a little bit like um 
the God that's running this isn't very good at thinking on his feet tonight. And it's just sort of making shit up as he goes kind of frantically willing nah. style. So what's up? Boy, my, name's Riley, my name's Riley and I actually know what I'm doing and I'm here to help. Does Great. God need another minute? So, God needs a lot of shit right now. Bestie. As you can see by our uniforms and calm demeanor, we work here. You work here. And, absolutely. I was just about to say for sure. For sure. Uh, we were actually sent to take inventory. Uh, we're the team assigned to the boss's loot. Just making sure it's all there and unburgled. Give me a deception check, Garrett. Cool. Does somebody want to do something to give him advantage, Arnold? You want? Yeah, to I'll do it. Right Before there? I roll this time, yeah. I'll do it. I got it. Before I roll and go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> where he gets like Gary in face, where he gets super close to the camera and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, dirty twenty. Sixteen 30, 20. plus four. All right, Arnold, roll it up. So I do like a super elaborate, like sing-songy dance. I don't know that he did so well in this. So. Okay, okay, uh, cool. Yeah, but, yeah, we're here to clean the boss's loot. We're here to... <laughs> so, With so, our yeah. arms wide open. <laughs> I got a three, so I give him an extra three. So All right. Uh, Gareth, you see Riley sort of like flick one eyebrow. Uh. But then almost immediately, he's like, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Unburgled. Yeah, um, totally above board, 100%. Um, listen, guy, um, I don't know your name. You don't know my name. It's fine. We don't need to know each other. Your name is Riley. You told us. You don't know my name is what I just said. And if you were paying attention, you would have heard that, right? Okay, so we got stuff going on here um, that we need to get out the door. And you need a way to walk around this place because, like, hey, look at me. Look at me. Eyeballs right here. Eyeball to eyeball. I don't think you're on the up and up. You're wearing the uniforms. I don't think they fit you. That lady right there behind you, super scuffed up, got a lot of rock dust on her. Kind of looks like she's bleeding. Kind of looks like you guys just came through the back door of this kitchen that not very many people go back there. So listen, 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 listen. I got a bud that works here. He and I are, we're, let's call it a project we're working on. Let's call it a little project, a little side project we're working on, a little hustle maybe uh, that we need delivered. You guys need access to the boss's HQ with a fresh change of clothes. I have the key to the uniform locker where you can get busboy uh, and catering attendant uniforms that'll let you go anywhere with the food that's about to go out in like 20 minutes or so. What if you deliver our little side project and then you can go wherever you need to do whatever you need to check on the boss's loot and make sure that it remains unburgled? Hmm. Seems like a lot of extra steps for people who are supposed to be in there in their first place, but I suppose... Right, but just like just like eyeballs to eyeballs, eyeballs to eyeballs right here, dude. I don't really think you got it in you to get it to get it in the way you're looking like right now. You guys look real rough and you look like you know what you're doing. Will we be yeah. tipped out at the end of the day? Like I feel yes, like you now. will. Thank you so much. That's a great question. You'll be tipped out. And I'll tell you what, if you move fast, I can get you signed on to the time clock. You can get paid by the hour. Hundred percent. Is it is it are the tips pooled or is it by person? So we operate we operate thirteen percent pool tip and then there's additional tip per service uh, if you do a good job. Um, Mel would interrupt. I assume she's the one that looks like she's bleeding from getting stuck in the rock. Just a thing. little bit. You're just a little scraped up, Bessie. Just a little, just a little titchy bit. Um, and um, she she would say um. We look like this because there was a prisoner that got out from the dungeon. We don't know how it happened. Literally everyone right now we're looking at. But you know what? 
it might help us to find whoever helped them if we do do the uniform thing and can move around because everybody's looking at us. They know what we're looking for. We think that prisoner might be after the loot. That's what he means by saying keeping it unburgled. So so I, I think your idea is is a good one, but just know maybe you're not above board, but we are. Listen, besides, listen, listen, I heard lady... rumors that the prisoner tried to kill Jason. All right, well, straight up, that's just not cool because everybody knows Jason's an absolute sweetheart. In fact, that, and he points, and there's a whole uh, rotisserie chicken sort of roasting on a spit by him, by itself. He's like, that is for Jason later. He likes to eat a little chicken snack after he eats like 18 pounds of corrosive metal. But this is neither here nor there. Don't we all? It's actually crazy that you guys are headed into uh, the Whammer because uh, that's exactly where I need the stuff to go. So. All right. So let's go. Where? Where do we find or, these? Where do we find these uh, costumes? These uniforms? What did you say, Bessie? I was. Um, Arnold's question is fine. I was just going to ask what the stuff is. Okay, uh, so come with me. He produces an iron key from one pocket, takes you through this kitchen, and again, it's quite busy. There are uh, tables and tables with uh, people in white coats cutting onions and making stock, and there's a there's a table with people like tossing pastry, and there's. Um, you know, there's like a whole corner where people are like preparing stuff for the next day and like hanging up like carcasses to bleed. And he takes you along a back hallway and opens an iron door to a linen closet. And he's like, okay, all right, here's what we got. Uh, so I got, uh, uh, I got catering attendants and then I got, uh, just bus boys. What do you guys want to be? I think, I What's think it makes JP more sense. What's JP going to be bestie? What? What's JP going to be? Yeah, does he have okay, dog so, costumes? Like, I got, I got, I got it. I think it makes more sense to have one catering attendant because they kind of, they move everywhere, but then two bus boys. And then I got, I got a little something for the little guy. I don't know if it's going to work the way that I think it's going to work, but I, I, it might be all right. Best boy. He is the best boy. Uh, He reaches in. Hang on. Let me. Your pun game guys. tonight is real good. Like it's usually good, but I don't need it. It's very it's fast. Actually, it's quite good tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so he pulls out a uh, black, a set of black clothes for the uh, the busboy, or the I'm sorry, the catering attendant, um, and then he pulls out like a, like a red shirt and plain black pants for two busboys, and then out of like a little side cabinet, he pulls a hotel bellhop outfit for a dog that's got a little red hat and a and a chin strap. Um, yeah, and it's bell got like pup. the gold. The oh, bell pup is really good. Oh, good. So I take the bellhop uh, uniform. Arnold puts on the little hat. <laughs> Arnold. Puts on the little. He lets out a little cry because he was really looking forward. He made to Joshua it. Patrick sad. Oh, so immediately he takes off and like, oh, I, I misread the situation. I do that. I apologize. <laughs> Not great. At this. I do that. <laughs> I often put on dog costumes. If I had a dollar, guys, I tell you what. <laughs> okay, so who is the attendant and who are the two busboys? I mean, what does the attendant do? Are they like in charge of the bus boys? You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. So the bus, so the attendant, uh, the attendant knows where everything's going. The attendant runs the cart, makes sure everything gets there on time, has the paper for the checklist, and, and interacts most uh, with like the people that are around. So for this to work, for our side project to be delivered, I need the attendant to be like right on the up and up. Uh, yeah, I could do that if no one else is. Particularly, particularly eager. I almost said my R is normal. Imagine. God forbid. Whoa. Um, yeah, so no, I I'm, I'm fine yeah. with that. I prefer to strike 
people on when they're not expecting anyway um yeah and then i'm gonna put my little jp in a little thing all right so we've got the catering attendant two bus boys and a what was it pup bell pup the, the bell, bell pup. pup bell pup i see like a I see like a quentin tarantino like the camera like flies back along the hallways you've like you guys walk well, out in formation walk, sort of like slow-mo walk like reservoir dogs yeah reservoir exactly pup. reservoir bam. Pups. bam 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 wow we are really killing it today okay riley pulls you back around the corner takes you back through the kitchen um and pulls you up to the pastry station where you saw people tossing pastry earlier. And he walks you up to a wizened gnome uh, that has a wispy black and silver goatee and like a really floppy chef's hat who is standing on a stepped stool with eight steps, stirring a massive cauldron of chocolate. And he says, okay, all right, yeah, what's up? Uh, this is my boy, this is Isaac. Isaac is a chocolatier. And um, Isaac and I have a little side project that we need uh, sort of delivered. Isaac, um, these guys are going to help us deliver the side project. And Isaac turns and says, oh, yeah, are they going to do this, yeah? These are the trustworthy folks that you have found, yeah? This is my character voice. Oh, yeah, they are going to help us make the bone monster. <laughs> oh, they are going to help us kill the tooth fairy, yeah? Uh, are they the you... trustworthy sort, yeah? Do you you trust these people, Riley? And Riley says, yeah, 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 yeah. I trust them. I trust them. They uh, they have stuff to lose, just like we have stuff to lose. And I met them seven and a half minutes ago. So I think we are straight. I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on... <laughs> Did you say the bone monster? Oh, yeah, sorry. The tooth monster. My bad. <laughs> hey, no way we're going to... No way we're going to the... stumble on pace at bone monster, right? Like, we're adults. What bone monster? That's what done? they called me in high school. <laughs> what do you say to Isaac the Chocolatier? Whatever you need, Bessie, us pull to... yourself together. Can't. I'm sorry. I have the humor of a high schooler. She fully lost it at Bone Monster. I did. And you kept talking. And in my head, I'm like, no, he definitely said it. You're like going over like. It took me a minute because nobody else did anything. So I'm like, maybe I heard wrong. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't even remember. Um. Okay. So he asked if he trusts us. He said. Yes, he met us seven and a half minutes ago, which is half a minute longer than needed to establish trust. Um, so um, yeah, what I, uh, what are we delivering? Oh, it is a special project, yeah. It's a very important that it goes to the right person, um, because he is a, a very important individual and he deserves his chocolate bonbons. All right, uh, that's fine. We don't just give us okay. the thing. now. If you could do us a favor, actually. And uh, spell out the C word because somebody gets a little excited around C H O C O C L A. I fucked that up. <laughs> That's appropriate in character. Why would get? Why would you the know fact how that to you spell? Started spelling. <laughs> I for, for not only did I forget that my character wouldn't know how to spell it, but me for real in real life. <laughs> 
You started right. so confident. Too. You so started strong. so confident. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it. I watched it fall apart on you. It's like the uh, one where like Gareth uh, has I'm... been trying really hard to learn how to spell this one freaking word and he Chocolate just picked it halfway through. Yeah, it just sounded cool, you know? So and he just, just give us a goddamn through. pun puns. We'll be on our way. Isaac uh, reaches into this cauldron of molten chocolate and pulls out three uh, beautiful, perfectly spherical chocolates uh, and places them on a plate that Riley hands him and um, leans over and hands it to you and says, now we must be very careful, yeah. This must go directly to the prison guard captain. His name is... His name is... Cat. <laughs> Stupid. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't hear what he said. It's okay. It was okay. a tooth joke. It was a dumb tooth joke. Okay. No, I'm here for it. I laughed at Bone Monster for like a solid 12 minutes. I know. I I know. I know. <laughs> All right. He says, "Cat, man." This is the this is this is yeah this is the person's name cat man is in Admin. charge of uh the prisoners and he is uh these these bonbons are for him captain catman cat spaceman there's cat man his first name is I'm cat. the cat man his second Sorry. name is man do cool, you cool, understand cool, cool, okay cool um, yeah, is there any reason to suspect that somebody might try to stop us from delivering this to Miss Captain Man? No, hey, listen, uh, no, no way. We've gone, we've gone to, um, I'm gonna say medium efforts to make sure that, um, uh, Captain Catman is gonna be exactly where we think he's gonna be when we think he's gonna be there. Um, He's got a mad sweet tooth. This guy he loves his chocolates. He eats anything that's covered in chocolate. I swear to God, if you if you dipped a boot in that cauldron that Isaac's working on there, this dude would hork it, fucking laces and all. So um, he's gonna love mm -hmm. these, and they are totally healthy for him, one hundred percent, just super good for him. It's you know what it is? It's uh, ginkgo, ginkgo seed coated in chocolate. Did you ever see that movie Princess Bride? So that's Listen, that that this is this poison. Guy. That's fine. We don't really care. Yeah, we we'll don't be, we're it. not worried whoa, about whoa, that. Whoa, like whoa, like like whoa, like whoa, he whoa. sounds like a, a a boot licker. So um as long as it's covered in chocolate. So we don't give a fuck about that. I just want to know if we need to worry that we might run into anything that might prevent us from delivering this perfectly healthy treat. You are going to go unmolested yeah you are going to walk down the hall garyan 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 god i fucking hope so that god that'd be the worst could you imagine hey sir here are your bun mods oh what are you doing <laughs> critically canceled don't touch my bonbons What's the controversy? How did you say it? We just need a little bit of controversy. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, but as long as you go very careful, yeah, and you do not uh, talk to too many people, you will be just fine. And then you just have to convince 
Captain Catman that these are his bonbons and everything will work out. All right. Well, where is he? How do we get there? We're already dressed in the bus boy and and other uh, in the uniform, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, he uh, gives you brief directions. It's like okay. down a hallway, two lefts or whatever. I'm not going to go into that. I was just going to say, I don't think we really need any more information. It seems fairly straightforward. If okay. there's a twist coming, I don't think they're going to tell us about it. All right. You guys take this uh, tray of bonbons down a hallway. You take like two lefts and a right. You go to the third door. And Do we get molested? You... Wait, hang on. Let me roll for it. I call this the oh, oh God. Uh, you remain unmolested. You open this door and it opens with like a squeaky grating of unoiled hinges. And you are looking into a prison cell that like spirals down a set of staircases with, cell- with cells punched into the wall so that the stairs walk past each cell. And you see in the darkness, maybe like 15 feet below you is a pool of torchlight. And uh, a table and chairs. Is there anyone in any of the cells as we walk by? Yeah, uh, you see um, beating at you from the darkness several sets of eyes per cell uh, that sort of look at you as you sort of like rush this door open and let light into what you assume to be a very dark existence. Yeah, can I mean I know we're we're moving past them, but I'm just curious. Uh, like looking at them, do they look? Like they're threatening? Do they look scared? You know, is there anything that we notice about them? The like are they are the... they mean prisoners? Like, well, are, are, are they prisoners they... or like are they pri- in prison because they did something wrong, or are they in prison because they're slaves or you know captured? Yeah, give, uh, give me an insight check, Arnold. Yeah, are they like prisoners or are they like prisoners of war? Yeah, I got fourteen. Generally, sort of desperate is the vibe you get several of them like press themselves up against the bars as if they can like soak in what little light is coming in from the hallway. Is it like distantly fans across their cells? Uh, several of them reach out hands, but you can tell that like these cells are set just far away enough from the, from the stairs that you can go down the stairs without them like pushing you, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just like trip people as they're coming down. Just push people right <laughs> into the darkness. Uh, and then you hear a voice bark from the darkness below you did i make that sound yes no i heard something okay no my 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 son just ran to the bathroom and he slammed the door got it okay i was like whoa that was apropos all right cool hope he's Um, okay he says uh hello who's there (laughs) Uh, candy gram for Mongo or oh. for Catman. Oh, oh, candy gram. Oh, you can come on down. I heard you were looking for bonbons made specifically for. Are uh, you out of the Catman? I presume you are. I assume you're walking down the stairs while you say this. Yes. Okay. Um, you make it your way down, passing these like people in the cell and they like several of them like have their hands out towards you towards the top of the stairs it's kind of like fairly waifish weak looking individuals um definitely been there for some time but as you walk down the stairs gareth they get a little bit more um 
a little more meat on their bones. A little bit more meat on their bones. They get a little bit more imposing looking until when you are walking towards this sort of like platform built over this pit, uh, the three cells around you have pretty, pretty objectively dangerous at looking people in them. Um, but sitting at a table with two long swords uh, on the table in front of him and he, and toying with a dagger that he spins over his knuckles is a uh, very fancily dressed uh, guard in black leather armor. He has a blonde mustache that's waxed at the tips into little into little circles. Uh, and when he when he smiles at you, there's like a wink of silver in his smiles and he says, "Oh, hi there. Didn't realize I ordered a treat. Uh, yeah, well, here you go. Bonbons. Well, I didn't order those. I believe they are a gift. From who? Listen, we just deliver them. We don't ask the freaking questions. We were told to deliver the bonbons to Cat Man. So we're bringing the bonbons. That is our job. We don't want to upset the boss. We're doing what we're told. It's a gift, I guess. So if you could just take them, then we can leave. Uh, with a flick of this dagger, it sort of like spins into his fingers and he very gingerly puts the point on the plate and presses it to the table. And then softly, Gareth, he says, when did we hire a chocolatier? I don't fucking know. I'm not in charge of hiring. I'm a grunt. So I just got promoted from Busboy. I got. I'm. I'm delivering bonbons. You think I know who we hire? Listen, so can man, Arnold? You could either I... take the treat if you want, or you could throw it in the trash. <laughs> I'm not paid so... to make sure you eat it. I'm paid to deliver it to you. So Arnold, want, like, I'm gonna grab the 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 tray of bonbons. But like, oh, if he doesn't want them, I'll eat them. They look delicious, and just like kind of takes them as if I'm gonna walk away with them, trying Ooh. to. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, hang on. Let's not do anything rash. Oh, I, I, you know, I, I'm on like a 26-hour shift. I haven't stopped for lunch. You know, the, the boss has been, you know how it is, I'm sure. Oh, for for uh, a second, yeah. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, I'm on a special diet where I, I can only eat other people's shift. bonbons. <laughs> I specifically eat poison. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm super familiar with the boss's shifts. I know it's 26 on, four off. I get it. So it's, it's a rough lifestyle. Tips are worth it. Um, which means that I'm not gonna let you walk out of here with my fucking bonbon. So once you put that plate down, take a couple steps back. Now, and he picks one up and he sort of plays with it. You know, I like a little sweets with my sweet. Maybe, uh, maybe you could tell me a story. Oh yeah, that's fine. Oh, like, I, I thought this was where the molestation <laughs> came in, <laughs> and I like, like awkward. Arnold's just like fine. Like, <laughs> Unchained melodies as he's stripping slowly, just taking his fucking shirt. <laughs> he's like well, already crying. Bon bon, knowing it'll kill her. Okay, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Here, Arnold, if you want to. Play backing instrumentals. For I was going to say, yeah, so I'm Arnold, about to weave. Arnold begins to play some music. And I think, I think Gareth tells the story of the time we went and killed Santa, but he like changes all of our names just a little bit. So it's the time that Bareth, Barnold, and Bell 
all went to go and kill Santa Claus. What about Barulian? Oh yeah, and Barulian. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot about Barulian. Uh, Captain Catman pops this pops this chocolate in his mouth and chews with gusto. Uh, and and God damn it, if he doesn't notice a single thing wrong with it, because he rolled a very low on his Constitution save. Um, this bonbon is so good, and boy, I hope there's no poison in there because I can't notice it. Mm-mm-mm, I might have another one. <laughs> he, uh, I think he leers at you, Gareth and Arnold, uh, for a couple more seconds, and then he kicks his feet up on this table and sort of leans his chair back over this like sprawling abyss behind him. And says in a very light, carefree voice, well, you know, maybe you guys could stay down here and keep you some company. Not, uh, what's your face and the dog? You can go. Oh, thank God. All right. Deuces. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think. Listen, as... I'm, uh, you, you guys can't sit. We've got that other job we have to do. And you know yeah, how the ball hate... gets if we're late with the job. So could, could we move along now? Yeah, I, I hate to be rude, Catman, except I really don't. But we're paid to deliver bonbons, not hang out. And we've delivered the bonbons, so you enjoy. Godspeed. And then Gareth just turns around to leave without Arnold waiting for him to like, say goodbye. I think as you say, deliver the bonbons, you see Captain Catman's eyes like flicker backwards in his head. And then slowly, almost in like slow motion, his chair sort of like topples backwards off the table as he overbalances into this abyss. And it just like silently swallows him. And then there's like a five second pause. And then you hear a very soft muffled thud. I like, I, I'm picturing in my head because Gareth had already turned around that it's like the cool guys walking away from explosions, except he's just falling off like into the abyss. Gareth is like the... putting his sunglasses back on. <laughs> as did the... When did you take them off? Um, no, I think it's another pair on yeah, top it's of the other pair just for the pair effect. Of sunglasses that go over that. it as this guy in the background is just. Uh, there's a moment of silence, and then from one of the cells directly across from this table, you hear a. Sorry. Um, you hear applause. It's okay. Like very soft, very slow applause. And walking Arnold puts in- his instrument away and starts bowing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> walking into the light on the other side of the cell and grasping the bars, you see an metaphorical bear of a man. He is like his his chest is rippling with muscles and he's wearing like a loose fitting linen shirt. He is uh he's got like tattoos on the back of both palms. Um, the, he's got like knuckle tattoos. He grasps the bars and you see him squeeze and you actually hear like the sound of rusted protestation from the bars beneath his grip. Um, he's got a big bushy beard and mutton chops. And when he smiles, there's like a weird amount of like friendliness to his grin. And he says, come over here and kiss me on my hot mouth. <laughs> he says, that was pretty good. Thank you. I appreciate it. However, I this is a little bit above table. There is a fucking beholder on the loose. We don't have time for your side character bullshit. You hear uh, a hissing sound above you, Gareth. Ah, oh, fuck! It's the beholder. And two ropes fall on either side of you, and 
ziplining down them, you see the white-coated forms of Riley and Isaac the Chocolatier, who zip down these ropes. Uh, Riley produces another key from his pockets and opens the door that uh, squeals open, and this huge man lumbers out. And Riley says, uh, "All right, all right, all right. We got the stuff. It's uh, we're we're good to go. Everything's locked and loaded up there." Um, Isaac's got your kit. Um, we we got to go up these ropes, and there's a hole in the wall that we've spent uh, six and a half months carving. We can get out of here. Um, are you good? And the big man says, like, well, now, hang on a second. I want to thank our friends here for doing a little bit of the heavy lifting. Uh, what's your names? I mean, like, yo, who, what do you, who are you known by? Listen, the fucking, um, we're the Ferris, ghost mafia, okay? Arnold a- and Bell. We're the boast mafia, all right? We don't have time for this. Word. Uh, my name's Garth. And that's pause. a choice. That's pause. That's wait, wait. Tell us like? the. No, Gary paused it. Uh, l- v- listener, pause the video <laughs> for just a moment. His name is fucking Girth. Now, my brother Length. <laughs> you might not remember this, but I do. Is a couple episodes ago, I had you make a Diana. A couple episodes ago, I had Sorry, you make a my rival... brother Length just killed me. <laughs> a couple episodes ago, I had you make a rival adventuring party. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the leader, the sexy one, canonically, oh, Anthony was... Lame, Girth. I forgot about yeah, damn. I forgot about that too. And Girth says, uh, the ghost mafia, huh? It's good to meet you. I assume you're not with these uh Xanathar douchebags. Listen, yeah. listen. Respectfully, there is a fully grown adult beholder yeah. angrily running around hallways looking for us. We will come to come to Trollskull. We'll have a drink sometime, but we need to go. He puts his giant hand on your shoulder and, and lowers I, and his, crushes me like a soda can. And lowers his bushy face to your level because he's much taller than you. And he says, he just leans in. <laughs> Listen here, bud. You got to stop being a weenie someday. Coming from the man named Gareth. I, I think I'm going to put, I, Gareth puts his hand on his shoulder. Okay. He says, I will cut your hand off if you don't let go. There is, and I'll say it again, a fully grown adult beholder. You know what, you guys, you don't actually seem that worried about the beholder, and she's talking to Riley and mm-hmm. Isaac. Um, you must know about it. Oh, yeah, we know about the beholder, yeah, but uh, <clears throat> sorry, yeah, I'm I'm uh, not going to keep this voice up. Um, yeah, oh, we know about the Oh, come on. No, hey, yeah, what's up? This is Isaac. This is my real voice. Fuck you. Um, we I mean, you could have just gone with Riley's voice. You, you could have done either character there i talked to both of them this is isaac's voice and isaac says not this this is my voice isaac says yeah um first of all beholders don't run or walk anywhere so this kid's got to check his facts they float and also uh we got an escape route up these ropes that's 
sort of just, I'm going to be so H with you right now, just sort of for us. Um, you guys are going to have to figure out your own way out of here. Um, but I'm given to understand that the beholder really only freaks out when a couple of things that he likes are threatened. So as long as you stay away from wherever the fuck a Silgar is and you stay away from uh, whatever his stuff is, you should be fine. Just so we know uh, to stay away from it. Where is that stuff that we keep hearing about? Mm. Yeah, that's a great question. Up the stairs, um, it's going to lead to sort of like an audience balcony. Um, there's one There's one door on the balcony that's got an arcane glyph on it. If you can get your way past the glyph, that's the stuff room. Do you know where we in came there? from? Yeah. One at a time, sorry. Isn't that where we came from? No, you came from the kitchens, which was like down and and no, 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 like originally. Oh yeah, he's pointing you in that direction, but you guys came from a door with an eye on it, and he's pointing okay. you towards a door with a glyph on it. And it okay. I, I thought I'm, the I'm eye was off of a glyph. map that exists in this book, but like I'm not going to take you through each room of this map. So well, I, I just was making sure he wasn't just pointing us back to the room with Jason in it because I'm not super enthused on that. Nah. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Great. It was lovely meeting you. Go to your escape route. We'll figure it out. Godspeed. All right, yeah. You take it. You take a squeezy. You finger guns, and then all three of them. And strap then slaps me on my ass as he walks away. He like spits on his palm and slaps your ass, and then all three of them put like arcane carabiners on their belts and zip up these ropes. Oh my gosh! Uh, can I grab the bonbons that are left on the table? Or yes, left there wherever? are two. There are two bonbons. You can tuck them into your pocket. Cool. I'd like to do that. Okay. I thought you were gonna so eat good. I, take I was gonna. I was gonna be like, "That's I'm my stick." <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? Because dare I say it, a lot of women that I know are not super fond of being addressed as bit, the term "bitches," which is why. Which honestly, honestly, fuck those bitches. Am I right, Dan? <laughs> 